What's up, everybody? This is episode seven of the One Question Podcast. I'm David, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lindsay. Hey, guys. Excited to be back. And today, we're joined by Pastor Jerry. Pastor Jerry, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. So happy to have you. So happy to have you. If this is your first time listening to One Question Podcast, uh, this is a space where we ask one question, and often that question leads to other questions and other questions Just and other others. questions. Just a couple Some of life's <laughs> most difficult things, possibly, but we're so happy you're here listening with us today. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, um, you know, you're listening to this and you are curious, curious about who Jesus is and why we would spend so much time asking questions about him. Um, maybe you're new to faith, or maybe you've been following Jesus a long time, and you are along for the ride. Well, hey, wherever you're at in your journey, we hope that this podcast, that this specific episode would really help you take a next step forward in that. And so we're really excited for today's question. We are. What could we it be? Are. The we question. Are. The one question. <laughs> I should do a jingle. This question <laughs> stems from the idea that I think that we, as Christians, feel like sometimes we have to be put together mm. completely all the mm. way. Yeah. And today's question is, can I be a Christian and still struggle with mental illness? Mm. That'll do it. It's a great question. It's <laughs> a good question. Pastor Jerry, I'm going to look to you for that. But hey, maybe even before we go into that question of can you be a Christian and struggle with mental illness, we need to ask, you know, what is mental illness? How do we define that? Yeah, so um, I know it's very, sometimes when you're using the same language around something like depression or anxiety, the truth is everybody has depressing thoughts at times or is anxious. And and some of those emotions are very healthy emotions that help Mm -hmm. spur us on towards greater productivity in life, that kind of thing. But at the same time, uh, there are clinical kinds of diagnoses that represent more of how you've maybe made that jump from just a life experience to an actual clinical um, disorder. And so I wrote a couple of things down. Uh, I have down a clinically significant disruption of a person's thoughts, Mm -hmm. moods, behavior, or ability to relate to others um, severe enough to require intervention. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it's kind of a debilitating kind of issue that someone experiences uh, where they're unable to function mm-hmm. or or deal with daily life. And it is, it's over an extended period of time. Mm. Yeah. Why do, you, why do you think mental illness exists in the world? Mm. Why would God allow that or create that or let it happen? Well, I mean, if you think about when the fall occurred, you know, humanity chose to go our own way. Mm -hmm. And I think in the process of that, everything was fractured, Um, not just the human heart Mm -hmm. and, but the human mind and also uh, the world in which we live. And so it's just a significant um, uh, breaking of everything in life. And so therefore um, genetics are involved um, life experiences, broken relationships, all of that um, begin to lead towards um, people suffering with mental illness. Mm-hmm. I think that that kind of really sets up the actual question of the day, which is, you know, I think when, when we come into a relationship with Jesus, I think we think that life is just going to be beautiful yeah. always and there's never going to be any problems butterflies, butterflies bluebirds yeah. right right sun's always shining yeah. and right. it's not <laughs> right. so 
back to the question, if I'm a Christian, can, I mean, can I truly be a Christian who's placed my faith in Jesus and, and still struggle with mental illness? Yeah, and the answer is absolutely yes. Uh, I, I think that there's a lot of stigma around mental illness in our culture, but also within the church, mm-hmm. right? Because I think sometimes, um, as you said, David, people expect that once you become a Christian, you're supposed to be put together. You know, we're all supposed to be doing well and fine all the time. And the truth is, um, I know all of us know, I mean, if the statistics are right, that nearly a quarter of people are struggling or dealing with some kind of mental illness issue in their lives, the truth is we, we all know someone and we've all struggled at different times. And so, absolutely. You know, I think you, you even think about people in the Bible. Mm. I mean, one of the most significant. Are we going to diagnose some people in the Bible? With yeah, some I mean, I mean obviously you can't tell because yeah. the Bible's not addressing it from the standpoint of this is a mental illness. That's kind of cool. But if you look at all of the language around like David's life, there, there are certain Psalms where David's talking about, you know, my tears have been my food day and night mm. that, you know, the anguish of my life. And um, he's talking about, you know, that that some of the anguish in his thinking is leading to pains in his body. Mm-hmm. And um, he's not eating for day. I mean, there's just a lot of language around there that would, that would basically insinuate this is behavior of someone who's going through a major depressive disorder. Mm. And so, and I don't think, that's one of the things I love about the Bible is that most of the great heroes would say it's okay to not be okay, right? Because they all struggled with some very debilitating type challenges and seasons of their lives. Mm -hmm. And yet they were still able um, to serve God. Yeah. And I think as a culture, we really have taken a lot of strides forward in understanding and disarming um, some of the negative context of mental illness. Um, But I think sometimes we do forget that it isn't just something that has existed for the last 20 years or 40 years. Like mental illness has been around since the fall, Mm. since, you know, creation. Um, And so, yeah, it is interesting to look at certain people from the Bible and wonder yeah, were, were they struggling like I'm struggling? And I think that only ties us more and more to who God is and how he created us. Can yeah. I say just, I, I love the way that you talk about mental illness a lot and how open you are with those sorts of ideas when it comes to messages sometimes. And I think it's really interesting when we see celebrity, right, that they come out and they say, I really, I struggle with this, I struggle with anxiety, I struggle with depression, but... I think that it's a big part of the church's responsibility mm-hmm. to make people feel loved wherever they are. And so I, I really appreciate the fact that you have such a heart for this because I think that it's it's so important. I wish there was more opportunity. I wish there were more times when churches would really dig into those sorts of, how do we deal with these human earthly problems, mm-hmm. looking at it through a biblical lens. And so I, I think that's really powerful. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's so important because I do believe faith plays a role. Because um, I, I I know that sometimes people will think like, oh, if they're taking a medication, I want you to hear this. You know, any of you that are out there listening, you can be a Christ follower and take a medication 
for a mental illness. You can be a Christ follower and be going to a counselor uh, or a therapist. I think it's it's that important to say to people because um, sometimes in the faith community, we believe, oh, no, you just need to love Jesus more. Oh, no, mm-hmm. you just need to pray more. Yeah. Or, or you just need to, you know, kind of... Be content, find yeah, joy. Right, find peace and, and all that. And, and and we believe that faith plays a role, right? I mean, the Bible says that God is close to the brokenhearted and those who are crushed in spirit. And Absolutely. so um, there is a context in which a faith community where there's where there's love, where there's life, where there are people that are encouraging and praying for one another, um, that's the kind of environment where some healing can take place. And so your faith does play a role in recovery, but it's not everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. There are scientific, psychological, you know, physiological issues that can take root in our bodies. Um, and so, yes, faith is so important. I know a little bit of my journey, I've struggled with anxiety my whole life, Um you know, I was six years old and whenever my dad would go on a business trip, I was convinced he was going to die. I wouldn't be able to eat or sleep or anything. And my other siblings are all normal playing games. And I'm like, dad is definitely dead right now. Like I was so dramatic and it was so heavy and it was like, no one taught me that. Like no one told me to worry like this. It was something that was innately in my mind and in my heart. Um, And I was talking with a friend who's a parent of a six-year-old now going through the same thing. And she's like, you know, what Disney movies are teaching her this? (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's like, um, you know, we talk about Everybody has depressing thoughts every once in a while. I had a friend one time that um, I invited him out to lunch because I hadn't seen him in a while. And he told me that he had been in bed mm-hmm. for like five days. He could not even get wow. out of bed. Wow. That's a clinical depression. Mm-hmm. And that's way different from, oh, I'm feeling a little bit depressed today, you know. Yeah. But um, it's very real. I've seen people, you know, you're talking about anxiety, Lindsay. I've seen people that literally are not like there's nothing pressing like a circumstance in their lives and all of a sudden they're just hyperventilating and they they can't they just it's a debilitating condition and so um the christian community would do would go miles to embrace more about what, what is mental illness really all about and how can we be more caring and compassionate to the people that struggle. Because I think a lot of people are alone in the middle of this. And I think a big part of that is having conversations like this. You know, when I was in high school and college, I didn't know anyone who had a mental illness. And I, like you were talking about earlier, had the same mindset. If I just pray harder, if I read my Bible more, and those are great things, you know, and the Lord can work in those and the Holy Spirit can work in those. But to me, it was a failure if I was going to start taking medicine or seeing a counselor. I saw that as I'm not trusting God enough. Yeah, yeah. I think that that goes into often how we over- overlook mental illness, period, in our society. Like if you have cancer or if you have a really bad physical disease, mm-hmm. illness, you're going to go to a doctor, and that's okay. Right. And that's so, not a failure. That's not, that's a, not failure. a failure. And, and so it's the same thing. Like if you're, if there's a wiring issue in your brain, or if there's a problem, go to a a, a psychologist. Go see a counselor because that's what they're there for. I mean, I think God wants us to live our best life we can possibly live, 
And if that means seeking help because you have one of these debilitating mental illnesses, you know, that's no different than going to the doctor because you have headaches for a month or something, you know? So I think that it's really important that we address all of those issues in our lives. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so yeah, what would you, what would you say to someone, Pastor Jerry right now, who is listening and is like, Hey, you know, I, I think this may be more than just a couple anxious thoughts. This may be more than a couple depressive thoughts. Um, but I'm a Christian and I don't want my family or my work or my boss or my church to think that, I'm not a strong enough Christian. What would you say to that person? Gosh, I, I truly believe, and I get it. People are afraid of losing their jobs. They're afraid of what people will think. But um, I do know that sometimes it's embracing the truth that actually does set us free mm-hmm. or at least puts us on a journey towards it because the worst thing would be for you to be living this kind of life where you feel, you know, these debilitating conditions and you're always trying to hide it and cover up. And uh, I, I just see that as, you know, just such a discouraging and lonely place to be. And so I would encourage you, um, tell someone that you really trust who, who loves you. And, um, and I would encourage you to consider, you know, going to see a therapist. And, you know, there are plenty of great therapists out there. I know we as a church keep a list Mm -hmm. of therapists. Yeah, we'll have that in the resources on this podcast. So if you want to check out that list, if you're in Jacksonville, if not, send us an email and we'll find someone in your area. Yeah. And there's a, there's a great um, nonprofit that I I helped get off the ground called Here Tomorrow Mm -hmm. um, here in our community that I know is a great resource as well. And they've got the same kind of a counselor list, but I would encourage you to do that. I mean, I have chosen in seasons of my life to go see a counselor and it's been one of, I have learned so much about myself, about some of the things um, in my past that by virtue of kind of having a clear picture, uh, I've been able to find some real healing from some of the things in my past that have led to, to some of the seasons where I have been, struggling with depression or anxiety. And so I would just encourage you to actually go and uh, see a therapist and, and, and give that a shot because that's what they're here for. I do believe a faith community is very helpful, especially if you're a Christ follower, because I think some of us tend to isolate ourselves Mm -hmm. when we're struggling and, and that's what the Christian community is here for and, um, and I would pray that we are always a faith family where um, it's kind of a no-judgment zone when it comes to people struggling with mental illness or not being okay, and that we're a place of love and grace. We've all experienced struggle and sin and challenges in our lives, and even with mental health conditions, I believe that faith community can really be a resource. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what do I do if I've been praying to God, please take this off of my plate. I, I, I don't want to struggle with this anymore. And it just doesn't happen. Um, or even, you know, before that, you know, like, should we be praying for God to take this mental yeah. illness away? Can he take it away? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I believe that if we believe in a God who raised Jesus from the dead, that anything is possible. I mean, 
right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I also believe that um, just as God has given us doctors for medical sickness and illness, he's given us doctors as well for um, mental health and mental illness conditions. And so I think it's very, very important that um, we remember that, that that's Mm -hmm. okay, to, to use those resources. And that could be an answer to prayer. Yeah, and that and that can be an answer to prayer because, and I do believe that God puts us on healing journeys. I mean, it's like you look at the Apostle Paul, he prayed for, a, for a, some kind of disabling condition that he had mm-hmm. and God did not take it away. But I don't think any of us would say Paul didn't have faith or didn't God, God didn't use Paul, right? Yeah. Because God continued to use Paul um, and Paul had tremendous amounts of faith. And so, you know, I, I don't think it's bad to continue to pray, but also mm-hmm. sometimes healing is a journey mm. and not an immediate remedy. And that kind of addresses a, another question that we have, which was, you know, why would God allow, uh, allow this to happen to us? And maybe it's so that we can be a light for other people to see how you can deal with a struggle or, or something and then grow in your faith through it. I don't know. I mean, I do believe God can use the trials in our lives Mm -hmm. to become testimonies for people, because I do believe that, you know, sometimes, and it, whether it's a mental illness or just a struggle that you're going through, I think a lot of us would say that God has used some of those most difficult moments in our lives, um, where we have found some sense of healing or comfort or God's presence and faithfulness that we in turn can help others. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's in some of those most difficult trials that um, when we're seeking God and seeking to rely on him, that can be an inspiration to someone else who's going through some of very similar circumstances. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want us to hear that God has given you a mental illness to help someone. Like, I think it's important to distinguish that, but I do think that in the brokenness and in the fall, God can take what was meant for evil and turn it for good. A hundred percent. Something else I just wanted to to hit on as we wrap up here is um, actually Pastor Kerry, who's joined us on a couple of our episodes, he gave um, a message maybe a year or two ago um, on just this passage in John that talked about this um, invalid who had been um, sick and things for 38 years. And um, there's this verse that says, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? And um, I don't think this was even the point he was making, but sometimes that's how the Holy Spirit works is he (laughs) brings to light something else. Um, But I remember feeling really convicted because that was at one of the heights of my um, anxiety. And I remember God asking like, hey, you know, this is your question is, do you want to get well? And it seems Mm -hmm. like such a silly question for Jesus to ask this man who has been sick for 38 years. Like, you know, it should be not, do you want to get well? But hey, let me help you get well. But Jesus doesn't assume. Mm. And I think part of that is, is this could be a hard truth. And maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's for someone else. I know it was for me, but it was, hey, I was finding so much of my identity in this disturbing way in my mental illness. Like it had, there was a almost a comfort of, I know what to expect because I've been struggling with this my whole life. And so I had to really ask myself, do I want to get well? And I felt Jesus asking that to me. And at first it was like, I don't know if I want to, 
um, just because, again, there was that comfort in that. But I think that may be a question that some of us struggling with mental illness need to ask ourselves is, do you want to get well? And if you do, there there are ways to move forward. Um, there could be a complete healing or there could be a partial healing through spiritual disciplines right. as well as counseling or medicine. Um, but we really do need to ask that of ourselves. Yeah, that's a super huge question. Thank you for sharing that because I do believe that um, until we until we really want to address something and we don't want it to become our identity. And I hope if someone is listening today about you're struggling with mental illness. Mental illness does not define who you are. Mm -hmm. It's not our identity. Our identity, we are created in the image of God. That sounds kind of familiar from a previous podcast. Go check out that episode. Yeah, check out that episode. <laughs> but but I do believe it's important to, to remember that um, who you are in Christ is who defines you, not a mental illness. And um, certainly uh, to seek help. You're worth it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's great. Absolutely. Well, hey, you guys, we are we are so grateful that y'all got to join us for this more serious talk, but a really important talk. Um, and I think the more we continue, like we said, to have conversations around mental illness as a church um, and as a community, I think that's something that's so vital and close to the heart of God. Um, Pastor Jerry, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. David, thanks Loved for it. joining us as always. Um, you guys, if y'all have a question, we would love to hear from you. Maybe you have a follow-up from this conversation. You can email it to onequestion at beachchurchjacks.com. And then be sure, if you're enjoying these conversations, we'd love for you to rate and subscribe. Um, that way more and more people can hear these conversations and hopefully take a next step forward with Jesus. But thanks, you guys. We'll see y'all soon. 